Welcome to Politics Disassembled with me, Fiona Potney. This week we disassemble the mini-budget. Unveiled today, it's the government's plan to help islanders deal with the sharp rises in the cost of living. We're all feeling the pinch, aren't we? In March, Jersey recorded the highest jump in prices since the 2008 financial crash. In June, we smashed another record, the largest 12-month increase in the cost of living since September 1991. Largely driven by housing, motoring and energy prices, prices shot up by 7.9%. So it's really no wonder that sorting out the cost of living crisis with the help of a mini-budget was priority number one on our new Chief Minister, Christina Moore's 100-day plan. And for more detail on that, you can listen back to the previous disassembled pod. Today, we've learnt about the detail of that mini-budget. It's a package worth 56.5 million, which the government claims will put nearly 15 million back into islanders' pockets this year and nearly 43 million in 2023. So what's in it? It's a three-pronged attack on the price crisis, with the key levers being tax, benefits and the power of persuasion. In tax, the plan is to increase income tax thresholds above inflation by 12% starting in January. The government also wants to increase allowances and the childcare tax relief cap by 12%. But what does that really mean for people? Well, part of the plan is to push for a minimum wage increase to £10 from October. With the tax changes, a single person earning that, which is around £20,800 annually, will have an extra £520 in 2023, so £10 per week. A single parent with one child on that minimum wage will be below the tax threshold, while a married couple with two kids would have their tax bill reduced to zero and have an extra £619 in their piggy bank in 2023. Online shopping is also going to be cheaper for longer, according to government. The threshold for paying GST, or in fancy terms de minimis, was due to drop from £135 to £60 in January, but the government wants to push it back until July. Perhaps taking some inspiration from the pandemic, social security contributions for employees and the self-employed will go down 2% between October and December this year. Moving on to benefits, the government wants to increase the amount given out per person per month as part of the cost of living temporary scheme introduced by the last government. It was £20 and they want it to go up to £40. They're also planning to double the community costs bonus, which is an annual payment for households that are just above the income support level to assist with the cost of GST on food. Cold weather payments are due to be increased to £70 per month from October to March, while income support will rise in January, in line with the September 2022 inflation figure. In addition to these measures, ministers will also be developing a scheme to provide free period products to those who need them and flexing their powers of persuasion. Firstly, they'll be turning to the Employment Forum, the independent group who makes recommendations about the minimum wage, and suggesting that they put it up to £10 in October and £10.80 in January. They'll also be telling islanders to make the most of the community costs bonus if they're eligible. And last but definitely not least, they'll be strongly urging private sector landlords and estate agents not to put up rents, so not using any measures, just telling them to do so. We'll see how that goes. You might be wondering why we haven't mentioned fuel duty cuts. Despite Treasury Minister Ian Gorst previously stating he'd like to see a 10p cut and 5,000 islanders signing a petition by fuel company ATF in favour, ministers have decided not to introduce changes at the pump. They say this is because they want to make sure that any measures definitely benefit consumers. The argument from the man with his hand on the purse strings is that, more recently, there have been declines in the underlying crude price, but unusually there have been reports of retailers increasing prices. 
prices. The other argument being made by government is that in line with economists' recommendations, it's better to put forward measures that directly put money back into islanders' pockets and allow them to decide what to do with it, rather than playing with prices. So the mini-budget has been proposed, what next? Well, it won't be until next month that the package is debated and voted on by states' members. In the meantime, there'll be plenty of time for scrutineers and backbenchers to critique and tweak it. You'll be able to follow all those updates on bailiwickexpress.com. That's all from Politics Disassembled this week. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do share and subscribe, and why not listen back to some of the old ones? There'll be more next week from me, Fiona Potney, and the Bailiwick Express team. <laughs>